0: Today on the Trend Out Loud podcast. How could you only give passengers $1,500 for almost dying? What up? It's your boy Trend Out Loud and I'm back with another episode. I got a good show for you guys today. It's not a big show, it's a small show, but we're also recording the Trend Out Loud podcast live tonight. So I got to keep a little bit for tonight's episode. Well, actually it'll be airing tomorrow. Anyways, man, let me just get on with my business and stop telling you all the back end scenes what's going on. Y'all know the deal, man. Get your ear pods in, get your headphones on, turn your volumes up. I'm about to start the show. Let's go. Do you guys remember the flight last week that was flying and the door fell off? Alaska Airlines is offering their passengers who were on that flight $1,500 and a full refund. Yo, you got to be kidding me, man. Yo, if I'm on a flight and the damn door flies off and the mask falls down, you're going to be paying me a lot more than $1,500. This is crazy. I want somebody to tell me if this is, because this story just broke as I was recording, so I don't have enough time to really digest and and figure the whole thing out. Can these people sue the airline? They they're offering this but is there a way that they could sue them? Like how could you only give passengers $1,500 for almost dying? <laughs> like this is crazy to me. I I don't I, I don't I don't have a take on this. I don't when when things like this happen, I I don't have a take. Like this is ridiculous. It should be like I I thought it was going to be like half a million dollars, a million dollars, like there should be some sort of level of conversation. A $1,500, what are you going to do with that? Like that's, that is that is irrelevant money to people. I don't even care if you're broke. Somebody on welfare can't even do nothing with $1,500. These people, I'm sure, have to go through therapy. They have to go through like, this is traumatic, a, a traumatic experience. Like this is this is crazy to me. This is like, there's some people that are never going to fly again. There's some people that were on that flight that are never going to get on, on an airline ever again for the rest of their lives, and the only thing that you're offering them is a thousand five hundred dollars and a refund. Did they did they actually have to put the refund in a report? Like it's obvious. Uh, I don't even know where the plane landed. Like obviously you didn't take me to my destination. And even if you did take me to my destination, of course you're going to give me a refund. And you're good. You these people have to get. Way more than a thousand five hundred dollars. This is ridiculous. Um, I when people are like when I'm on a flight that has a lot of turbulence or I can't even get up or whatever, even at that I want a refund. When a flight is delayed and you don't get me somewhere on time, I feel like I want my money back. I know that they have it in their fine print that weather delays are out there a the problem, and I try to be understanding. But yo, if I'm paying you to do something, if I pay a taxi driver to take me downtown or take me somewhere, you delay. Like yo, I'm not paying you. I'm getting out your taxi cab. Like there's got to be something that that there's got to be some sort of regulations with the with the government and these airlines because I feel like they take advantage of us. I always try to see both sides, but this, but I have uh, a. Dealing with airlines is is a pet peeve of mine. If any of you who've listened to this podcast long enough, like I am not a fan of airlines and I feel like they take full advantage of us and they blame everything on weather when I'm sure a lot of the problems or delays are caused by them. Uh, Oh, it's raining somewhere, you know, blah, blah, blah. Or it's sunshine outside. Yeah, well, on our way there, this is like, I just feel like there's too many, you know, back doors for these airlines to be able to escape from. Um, let me know what you guys think in the comment section below. Let me know if you were on this airline, if you would be okay with $1,500. After mid-flight, this door flies open, air master coming down. You don't know if you're going to live or die. You finally get onto the ground and the airline offers you $1,500. Let me know if you'd be happy with this. Um, and anybody knows any lawyers out there, anybody has heard any other information. Let me know if this is just an offer and the, and the customers can or could decline it and then f- open a class action lawsuit and then get way more money. Please let me know in the comment section below. Gilly, the King has responded to people saying that he sacrificed his son for a $50 million podcast contract. Um, Take a quick listen. How could you ever disrespect a man's child that got murdered out here in these streets? I mean, rest in peace, f- first and foremost, to your son, man. That is honestly one of the things that pisses me off the most. And I wouldn't even mention it if it wasn't getting thousands of likes. People are like, see, the fucking Illuminati sacrifice. Illuminati came down North Philly and killed my son. Shut the fuck up. Gotta see some dumb shit like that online. Cause you niggas trying to get views and likes. what Jay Z say? You get so good. Hey, what's the devil on you? Yeah. I really wanted to talk about this because it kind of makes me upset when people talk about people in Hollywood and take away from the hard work, the sacrifice, and and the dedication that it takes to make it and be successful in Hollywood or just in anything. And I feel like the people at home who are lazy, who don't get up early, who don't work late... Who don't put in the effort um, automatically think because somebody else has obtained something and they didn't that they had to have done something wrong or given up their their themselves sexually or there's always an excuse of why somebody made it and they didn't. Um, when TD Jakes um, when the TD Jakes thing came out. Uh, with him being at Diddy's parties and him being, um, you know, having sex with, with male, um, prostitutes, uh, you know, everybody was like, yeah, well, that's the reason why he's successful because, you know, he had to give up his butt or he had to do this, you know, and even in Cat Williams, um, podcast with Club Shay Shay, you know, he said that about industry plans and the way to make it. And, and this is what's been continuing on. And, um, I just want to say that, I'm not saying that none of these things go on in Hollywood. I particularly don't know. I'm not in Hollywood. I don't I haven't signed I haven't signed a 50 million dollar podcast contract. I hope one day I do. I hope it's 100 million, 200 million. Um but I just think that the some, some of these things that do go on in the in the higher levels or the elite levels um, in government or in Hollywood, I feel like it doesn't mean that every single person has to go through the same thing. And that's just what bothers me about this story. Um, You know, uh, Gilly has been around in the hip-hop industry for the past 20 years, 50, 20, 25 years almost. You know, we came up um, with, uh, with Baby and Lil Wayne and all of that. So I'm just saying, like, I just find it, again, just – I just—I'm not saying that it's impossible. I'm just why, as soon as anybody makes it, that's the only way they can make it. Like this is the point I'm trying to make, and this is what upsets me. Like, Gilly has been in this industry for years and years and years and years. Um, you know, he put out mixtapes, and he's never had the notoriety that Baby and Wayne and you know Drake and Nicki and all of these people have made that has come out of that camp. Um, and you know, you know, he went, you know in the podcast route or in the media route or whatever. Um, and now him and Wallow, you know, have this podcast and now all of a sudden the only way that he was able to make it was sacrificing his son. Like, I just, I don't know. I just, I have a hard time digesting that. I have a hard time, you know, thinking that here was this man in the entertainment industry for 20 years. And the Illuminati came up to him and was like, yo, I know you've been struggling this whole time to make it. I don't I don't want to say struggling. I'm not saying the guy was broke, but I'm saying in that elite company that he's in now. Um and hey, you got to give up your son's life and we'll give you 50 million dollars. Like I just I don't know, I just I have a hard time stomaching that. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm not naive to the to the to the ways of the world. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm just saying not every single person that has success has given up their butthole, has given up some sort of sexual activity, or has given up some sort of, you know, sacrifice somebody in their family. I just don't think that that is the only way to make it. And you're taking away, and when you talk like that, you're taking away from somebody's hard work and dedication to be successful. Let me know what you think in the comment section below. Uh, do you believe that... Um, um, do you believe that Gilly really sacrificed his son to get a $15 million deal? Um, and do you believe that it's possible to make it um, and be successful without sacrificing a part of yourself or a family member? It's been revealed that Little Nas X's acceptance letter to a Christian high school was fake. Um, I don't have any audio for this. I'll, I'll put pictures up online. Um, and to be 100% transparent... I don't know much about this story, but I'll tell you about it, and I'll tell you why I wanted to talk about it. Um, Let me just read here. Liberty University says the acceptance letter posted by Lil Nas X was completely bogus. The Christian College issued a statement to TMZ confirming they've never even heard of the rapper. We can confirm that the Liberty University did not issue the Morant Hill acceptance letter posted yesterday to social media, and we have no record of Morant Hill... Applying to the university. Liberty University exists to glorify God by equipping men and women in higher education, fidelity, and Christian faith expressed throughout the Holy Scripture, the statement says. Many people peeped that the letter was signed John Hancock, the school's former president who passed away years ago. Little Nas X still has the fake document posted on his IG. The reason why I wanted to talk about this is not so much about Nas X, because like I said, I'm not a Nas X fan. Um, I really have never listened to his music. I don't follow him on IG. I don't know. He just doesn't talk to me. Um, But the reason why I thought this was important to talk about is that we have to have some sort of um, regulations uh, when it comes to online. I feel at some point, there's gotta be some sort of like way that we can fact check stuff online. The fact that he, that the fact that Nas X could just be posting a letter from a university. um, Like, what does that mean for like, like the rest of the world of like where we could go and what we could say, like, I could just post on my Instagram that I got a two, a $5 million podcast deal from Shopify. And there's no sort of ramifications for that. like, I don't know if the regulations are, um, I don't know if there'll be a, I don't know if we'll ever be able to have control over social media of what somebody posts, because how can you control what I'm actually posting? But I think there should be some ramifications. That's what I'm trying to say. Like how on Instagram, if I post a naked picture, um, I am going against community guidelines It gets taken down, um, and I could lose my account. I think the same should be taken for somebody like Nas X that posts up a fake letter. I feel like there should be community guidelines of not being able to not being allowed to post fake documents. Um, There's got to be at some point somehow some regulatory measures around social media because with AI ramping up and people like Little Nas X and Cybar like. Sorry, I'm always sidebarding. Well, I'm always starting two stories. And and I just think it's dangerous. And I think that um it, it it could be it's gonna be it's gonna be able to it's gonna start being very detrimental to our society. Period. Now having said that, Little Nas X has been known to be a troll. I from what I've heard or from what I've you know, heard of him that that's kind of like I think how we got his name starting in industry and that's why his name is little Nas X he took it from Nas and it was just supposed to be trolling Nas and this is who he is so maybe this is funny to his followers and and maybe it's people know this of him from the little bit I've seen it's like he's come out and said that he was gay then he came out and said he's not gay I've one I've seen a post of him having boobs and he said I got a boob implant and um so I you know like in in the trolling world of lone Oz x this is not really even a big troll but it's just like what is th- like i don't mean to get too deep but like what does this say about us like why does this guy have such a huge fan base and and his whole his whole um his whole career his everything about him is just about trolling like i just anyways i just i i'm just not impressed by it i feel like it's dangerous um and i think that um that an instagram and social media platforms should have should add to their um to their guidelines that if you get caught lying posting fake documents you can get your account taken away and there should be like whatever just like how when you post nude pictures like there should be like a warning then you lose your account for a week and then you lose your account for a year and then not not to be allowed back on let me know what you guys think in the in the comment section below are you a Nas X fan is this just You know, normal everyday stuff for little Nas X to do and you're accepting of it? Um, Or do you think like me where you think like enough is enough and I just think that this is just going to encourage people to continue, you know, posting fake stuff. And then we're living in a society where we already don't know what is real or what's not, but it could just getting out of hand. Let me know what you think in the comment section below. All right. we got two questions of the day today. Um, A Toronto lady says men should stop taking women's jobs from women and why is a man being a nanny men need to stop taking women jobs from women because what the fuck is a male server why are you serving mimosas and not our country what is a male nanny give that baby back to its mom and go clock in at the fucking construction site why are you a chef give me the pots and pans and pick up a fucking rifle afghanistan needs you <laughs> Yo, i laughed when i heard this um what, what's my take on this um uh, I, again, as I do every day here, I, I'm trying. I try to see both sides. Um, I think where she's coming from. Actually, you know what? Let me give you my answer. I disagree with her. Point final. It's 2024. We're trying to ev- uh, level the playing field. Um, men and women are equal. Uh, you know, black, white, brown, Asian are are equal. Uh, you know, stop ageism, stop sexism. Like everybody should be on an equal playing field. So she's wrong for this. Having said that, um, I, 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 I understand a little bit where she's coming from. Um, not necessarily like the server parts of it, um, being a server, although I you know, as a man, I prefer going to a restaurant and being served by a female or my waitress or, you know, the especially a bartender. Like you want to be ordering, you know, from a, a pretty girl. Um, but, um, I just think that, um, sorry, my phone just got me, <laughs> uh, broke my train of thought. Yeah. Sorry. So what I was saying is that, um, what the, the, thi- the, con the things that I do understand what she's saying is like the nanny part of it is just like, <sighs> I just, I don't know. It's just, you know what? I disagree with her. What I was going to say is that, there's certain jobs that I feel are harder for women to get, you know, construction, you know, lifting, et cetera, et cetera. We're just as a man, you're physically stronger than a woman. So there's more, there's, there's jobs that are more, you know, are, are are easier for a male to get. And it's something like somebody like being a nanny is more for easier for a woman to get, but you, you can't, the reason why I just, I don't even want to say it. I just said it to, to give you the example, but the reason why I don't want to say it is that you can't have your cake and eat it too. Like you cannot be an advocate like how I am for a world of equality where just everybody is just all equal. Just imagine that. Like just imagine men, women, tall, short, whatever. Like there's no, there's no boundaries. Like everybody is just humans. Like that is the world that I would love to, to, for us to come to. Um, and, and and having said that you cannot, you know, you can't, can't, you can't want that. You cannot, you cannot want that. So it's just, it's simple. Um, I I tried to play devil's advocate. I tried to see her side. I can't, you cannot, you cannot have your cake and eat it too. I don't think there's anything wrong with a guy being a nanny. Um, women can take care of a child and so could a, uh, so could a male. There's great fathers and there's great mothers. So I completely disagree with her. I tried to see her side and I don't. Let me know what you think in the comment section below. Um, do you agree with her? Should there be jobs for men and women? Or do you believe that we should just have an equal playing field and you cannot have your cake and eat it too? Second question of the day. Do you agree with this statement? Stop being so understanding. It's making you overlook disrespect. Yo, I'm really happy I found this one. I totally disagree uh, with this comment. Um, and there's no seeing both sides. Um, To say to somebody, stop being understanding, it's making you look, sorry, it's making you overlook disrespect. I feel like that's limiting humans. I feel like that's limiting people because you should be able to have the ability to do both. So I can be understanding, I feel on this podcast daily, I sit down here and I show you that I'm understanding, where I try to see both sides of things. However, that doesn't mean that I ever, ever have to tolerate any disrespect. It doesn't mean I have to overlook disrespect. When the disrespect comes, then I will deal with the disrespect. I can understand why you do something. I can understand why you say something. But disrespect is never tolerated in any circumstances. I feel like this statement is saying that you can't have one without the other. And I totally disagree. You could equally deal with both separately and accept and understand and never tolerate disrespect. Let me know what you guys think in the comment section below um, about my statement. Let me know what you think. Okay, on to sports news. We're talking about two head coaches today. Bill Belichick is no longer the head coach of the New England Patriots. Um and also Nick Saban is retiring from being the head coach of Alabama in college football. So, let's talk about um uh, Bill Belichick first. This is not really surprising. It's more just still shocking to everybody, but with his losing record um and, and the the past couple of seasons since Brady um has has left New England, this was inevitable to happen. Uh, Bill, Ch- Bill Belichick has not done a great job with the team. This is one of America's teams. You know, there's, there's Dallas, um, and, and, um, and New England, um, as, you know, America's team. And, you know, the owner, Robert Kraft, I think it is, he was not going to sit down here and, and keep letting this happen without making some changes. Um, let's just read one second here. Bill Belichick's, um, Record, which is crazy 24 seasons, nine Super Bowl appearances, six Super Bowl titles, 17 division titles, 266 wins, and 120 losses in the regular season, 30 wins in the postseason, and 12 losses. That is crazy. Um, I mean that's that that's a career. Uh he's gonna go down as probably people say arguably one of the best coaches um ever. Um look, my take on it is I've never really been a big um uh New England fan. Um, that's also just because I'm not a big Tom Brady fan. Um, and I I I I, I was about to say I'm not a big Bill Belichick fan. I've been more of a fan than him as Tom Brady, but that then Tom Brady but the whole team has never just been my my thing having said that i have the utmost respect for tom brady and i do look at him as one of the best quarterbacks i hope patrick mahomes tears that all apart and and patrick mahomes ends up being the best quarterback to ever play in the nfl um and um and bill belichick i have the utmost respect um i love his grumpy attitude i love his you know, I love how he deals with the press. So, because I'm I'm not a fan of theirs, doesn't mean that I can't have the utmost respect um, for Bill Belichick. So, I salute you, Bill. You know, it's been a good run. Total have amount of respect. I, I I I'm curious to see if he is going to retire or if he's going to go to another team. A lot of people say um, that he still loves head coaching. I think he's 72, 73 years old. Um, they say that he still loves coaching and he'll probably go to another team. I personally don't think that he's going to win another Super Bowl. I just don't think. I think that he's too old school, and I feel like he's too kind of, you know, stuck in his old school ways. Um, and, and the NFL has has changed a lot. The whole, the quarterback position has changed a lot. The whole dynamic of the NFL, I think, has changed. I don't think, and because he's not going to go to a super team, he's going to go to a mid team that you you know that 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 want that, that wants him to take them to a Super Bowl. I just don't think he has it in him, although I still have a lot of respect for him, but that's just my take on Bill Belichick. Let me know what you guys think in the comment section below. Do you think Bill Belichick was the uh, greatest, is the greatest head coach of all times? And do you think that he's going to go to another team or is he going to retire? And lastly, if he does go to another team, do you think that Bill Belichick can win another Super Bowl the same way how Tom Brady went to Tampa and won a Super Bowl? Let me know what you think in the comment section below. And lastly, Nick Saban um, has retired of head coach um, uh, for, the, um, Al- for Alabama. Um, I, I have said to you guys a couple of times already this year, I don't know much about college football. I don't follow it. I'm more following it this year because of Deion Sanders um, and Colorado. So I do have a little bit of of knowledge about football. Um, Of course, I do know about Alabama, and I've definitely heard of of Nick Saban. But this is a a, a big loss um, to Alabama. I haven't heard who's going to replace him, if it's going to be an offensive defensive coordinator or they're going to bring somebody else in. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to include him in this scene that we are talking about coaches. Respect to Nick um, and, and Alabama, and um, I'm actually excited to follow college football a little bit more, uh, a little bit more uh, next year. But of course, I'll be rooting for Deion Sanders and um, the Colorado Buffaloes. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. It's your boy. Turn out loud. Go to signupexpert.com forward slash Trent, and then once you sign up for all betting apps. And get all your bonuses and get all your rewards. Go to your app store and download BetStamp and use promo code T-O-L.